welcome to our continuing podcast around uh, the Finance Act 2023. Um, really happy to have here with me uh, Gideon Rotich. Uh, Gideon, I'm gonna actually let Gideon introduce himself. So Gideon, please do introduce yourself. Thank you so much, Titus, and uh, happy to be here. So my name is Gideon Rotich. I'm an associate director at uh, PwC, uh, currently within the indirect tax. So when I talk of indirect tax, I mean VAT, excise and customs. So that's my area of specialization. Been doing tax over 14 years, 10 of those at PwC. So do love enjoying indirect taxes, being transactional taxes. That's me, Titus. Thanks. Yeah. 14 years, you're still a baby. No, I've said over 14 years. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, so we're here to discuss excise tax. And uh, for me, uh, the first question I have for you is, uh, my my original understanding of excise tax was that this was a sin tax. Uh, it was a tax that was to discourage what was considered to be harmful products uh, such as uh, tobacco or alcohol. But nowadays we seem to find excess tax being applied to nearly anything and everything. Does that original idea uh, still hold? Thanks for that. So the original idea doesn't hold, so maybe we can take a walk down memory lane and really look at why was excise tax introduced in the first place. So excise tax and other sort of uh, taxes were mainly introduced to cater for what I call the negative externalities brought about by consumption of some of the products that are levied now on excise tax. So for example, if I give an example of smoking cigarettes, uh, drinking beer, uh, excessive consumption of alcohol is harmful and was then considered harmful both to the consumer and as well as to the, to the society at large. So in order to deter the consumption of these products, excise duty was introduced. So, so the, the high prices and the high taxes introduced was ideally to cater and deter people from consuming this one. And so that even for the people who are consuming, they can take on that cost of or, or, or that cost to the society. So ideally that's the main reason excise duty was brought about. But now looking at where, where we are at the moment, it's no longer the case. So currently excise duty has really been expanded and we've seen the government use it as a revenue mobilization tool. That's one. Again, even we've seen, seen the government use it as a protective measure by imposing excise duty on certain imported products. So if I look at, let's say, the service industry. So currently there's quite a number of services that are excisable. So the likes of uh, financial services, the likes of uh, telecommunication, when you talk of the entire financial industry, it's all excisable. Again, looking at uh, the, the, the purview of excise duty, it's really been expanded uh, over and above the alcoholic products. So we have imported food products now subject to excise duty. <clears throat> we do have um, betting, the betting, gaming and uh, lotteries now fully subject to excise duty. So the purview of excise duty has really been expanded, reason being just to ensure that the government gets its uh, revenue. Okay. And you spoke about uh, financial transactions and uh, just wanted to ask you a question on this one because every finance act, there seem to be some changes to the financial transactions and excise duty being applicable, not being applicable, new definitions, expansion of definitions. Why the focus, why so much focus on financial transactions? Okay. Yeah, thanks. So 
ideally the main reason or the main reason why the government is really focusing on I will take on maybe I'll give two reasons number one is the structure of the Kenyan economy when you look at the Kenyan economies ever since independence so we've we've mainly been a manufacturing economy but over the past few years we've changed and we are now a service oriented uh, economy if you look at Kenya it's now a financial hub Nairobi is a financial hub we have the Nairobi reporting city so it's a financial hub we we are now hosting so many regional organizations servicing both the east africa all the way up to the central africa so that's number one so when you look at the service industry it's really expanding and i believe that's one of the reasons the government thought it fit that yes let's we can expand the uh, the purview of excise duty through the financial services again still looking at that one when you look at the financial service industry in kenya and the entire telco industry kenya has been ahead in terms of being innovative so year in year out there's so many innovations that come through so i believe the innovation the inno- innovativeness of the kenyan people the structure of the economy now moving from manufacturing back to now to service oriented i believe that's what has given the policy makers uh, the the go ahead to really try and pass, uh, pursue excise duty from that front yeah okay yeah and any changes in this finance act for on excise duties for financial transactions yeah yeah there, there, there are quite a number of changes Yeah maybe one I will just say one that is really refreshing is a, a reduction of a excise duty so we've seen a reduction of excise duty from 20% to 15% on fees charged for money transfer services by banks and uh, financial institutions so this is really a very very good move ideally when you reduce from 20% to 15% i believe that you, every other citizen should notice in terms of the reduction of uh, the fees that are they're being charged and I, again i believe this one is uh, just from a financial inclusiveness the government is really trying to ensure that The, most of the citizens or all the citizens are being uh, a part of the economy and in part, as part of the financial inclusiveness there was that need to reduce the, the the excise duty on 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 mobile money transfer then the other one again that is really welcome was on internet and data services again there was a reduction from 20% to 15% so mobile data should now be uh, is, should now be reduced so ideally what what that means is most it gives most Kenyans the accessibility to internet when you, access, you when you can access the internet you can you are you open up you can do so many other things so again and uh, as part of the government's digitization agenda i think that was a very good move in terms of uh, reducing reducing the the excise okay. duty okay. yeah and do you think these uh, reductions in rates will hold uh, in that sense we're not going to see in the next finance act you know the the rates going back up we've we've seen quite quite a number of changes as you had mentioned yeah so these rates started at 10% 12% 15% 20% so even in the same act there was a slight increase from 12% to 15% on fees charged by te- mobile companies so that one from 12% to 15% and ideally the main reason as to why the government moved it to 15% was to rationalize all the rates within the financial industry so i do believe that within the foreseeable period the rate should remain at 15% and hopefully again when they do enact the national tax policy giving us perhaps uh, a lifeline when as to when taxes can be can be amended so i i do believe maybe within the next few years it should remain at 15% 
Yeah. yeah, and definitely looking forward to yeah. the national tax policy. Now, there were some other changes in the excise tax. Um, I know there was a change on the annual inflation, which I think a lot of people were quite happy, manufacturers are quite happy about. Maybe tell us, give, take us through a rundown of some of these other important changes that were there in the excise act. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah, so on the annual inflation, it was really a welcome move. Yeah, if you notice, most manufacturers are really happy because of that one. So, ideally, the previous uh, the previous law, because now previous, empowered the commissioner to adjust uh, rates of uh, excise duty on various products annually so it, the, the commission had the discretion to adjust rates over and above that one through the finance act rates were all, always being changed so you'll find maybe the rates of certain uh, accessible products were increased via the finance act over and above that one the commissioner also adjusted the rate so you'll find that rates were adjusted twice which was really unfair and very punitive so by deleting this provision it really gives reprieve and certainty in terms of manufacturers are fully aware that they can only adjust the rates via the finance act so there's really that certainty uh, that any rate adjustment that by the commissioner is only done through the either the finance act or if there is any other statute miscellaneous fees but not through the commissioner's uh, discretion then the other advantage again is that uh, when it goes through the entire finance act it goes through the entire public participation goes through the entire parliamentary process and like currently when the commissioner will just uh, publish the rates in the in the in the legal gazette notice okay excellent and we will continue to see, I'm guessing, excise tax being an important cultural tax. Is that is that your expectation that um, excise tax will continue being that sort of cultural tax that uh, is then being applied to any and every sort of business? Is that our expectation? Like if you were to look forward into Finance Act 2024? Yes, there's, there's that expectation that government will continue using excise tax, like the financial industry that I talked about. So when you look at VAT, most of the financial services are exempt from VAT. But now coming to excise, they're now chargeable to excise. So looking at, I think, the, I believe the government is trying to balance. If you're not, you not getting revenue through VAT, get it through excise. So I believe if there's any product perhaps that is not really vertable, you might see it being brought into the purview of excise duty. Yeah. There's nowhere to hide. <laughs> There's nowhere to hide. Every, everybody has to pay. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Gideon, this has been a really interesting uh, discussion. Again, just clarifying to me a, a couple of things. Uh, so looking forward to seeing you again. I hope you'll come back and uh, talk to us more on indirect taxes. Happy to be back to the city. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by PwC. The views expressed herein are the views of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the position of PwC. All rights are reserved. PwC refers to the Kenya member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see the PwC website for further details. The podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.